Welcome to the Unscripted Health Podcast with Dr. Robert Messer. The Unscripted Health Podcast was created to break through the current life script of false beliefs, lies, and misconceptions about what optimal health is and how to achieve it. Using the long hidden secrets of functional medicine, genetics, alternative health, enzymology, food science, nutrition, energy science, organic process, soil science, and the natural role of movement, Dr. Messer aims to educate and inspire people to live off script so that we may eventually live in a world where disease is rare and living a happy, fulfilled, and energetic lifestyle is the norm. Hello, I'm Dr. Robert Messer, and welcome to the Unscripted Health Podcast. Where are we today? I mean, we live a script, not our own, given to us involuntarily, that leads to dysfunction. People have been misled in living off a script that leads to disease of some and or all of the 13 primary systems. We are in a health crisis. How many of us really realize that? We have organic stores, purified water, we have special chairs, we meditate, trying to be mindful, we have multiple fitness choices, zero green buildings, special beds, etc. And yet we have more disease, dysfunction, mental weakness, stressors, cancer, autoimmune disorders, depression, anxiety, and PTSD more than ever in history. Something is wrong with the script we live by. The CDC says we are not living longer. In fact, had a decreasing life expectancy four years in a row, 2014, 15, 16, and 17, and 2018 suggest another decrease. Nursing homes 50 years ago, in the town I grew up in, there was one. Now, a population which has not doubled has more than 12. According to the OECD, USA is now living 1.5 years less than other developed countries. Our Alzheimer's, our mental disease deaths have risen 39% in the last decade. What about testing? It's incorrect and excessive. Medicine Today is trying to apply crisis healthcare testing modalities to preventive and functional medicine situations and conditions. People are being overscreened and incorrectly screened. Too few people are getting the right tests done. Many people are getting screened too often, at the wrong age, and with inaccurate tests. They're trying to use the same tests for crisis conditions, for chronic conditions, and it doesn't work. It's not the correct tests or the most accurate tests to be done. Intake forms aren't asking the right questions because clinics aren't trying to treat what they don't know how to address and are not trained to address. Intake forms and patient history taking is incomplete because it takes time. And insurance companies with little to no healthcare experience are focused primarily on the bottom line. And doctors are stuck in the middle. Misconception of medicine and insurance, paying ridiculous amounts in premiums and deductibles for sick care versus health care. People are going to get health and wellness care from people who are not trained nor have extensive experience or knowledge in wellness prevention and health care. Therefore, it's very expensive performing and treating conditions inappropriately. So, have an example. Bursitis. Had a woman come in to me the other day and she said, well, I went to my doctor and he says, I have bursitis in my lower thoracic spine. Bursitis, by definition, is joints that have bursas, shoulders, elbows, hips, and knees. There are not any bursa in the lower thoracic spine. She was diagnosed incorrectly and told to do exercises. And she reminded me that exercises is how she heard it. Insurance was not designed to be for wellness. Example is a healthcare guy. We went to a conference and he was up there talking as a representative of one of the largest healthcare organizations, companies. 
in the United States. And one of the physicians asked him, well, what about wellness care? And this is in 2018. And his comment was, we don't keep the metrics on wellness. And since we don't have those stats, we're not going to cover and have no plans to cover wellness. Medical schools don't teach wellness. Some are attempting to start. The only healthcare fields that have taught wellness for a hundred plus years in this country are chiropractic and naturopathy. And sadly, even many of them have narrowed their practice focus to only specific systems, which means we lose the broad picture in looking at the whole person. Options? Medicine uses primary drug therapy in 75 plus percent of all cases. Drug options are not the appropriate primary approach for 80% of health problems today. It's just not the best option for chronic health. What about cancer? The CDC says the new cancer deaths in cases are estimated to rise 24% by 2020 in men and 21% in women. What about cancer cures? There's a number of cancers that consider if you live five years post-diagnosis that it's a cure. And it's still counted as a cure even if you die in the ninth year post-diagnosis. And some of the stats on cancer to people who show favorable to the treatment. Well, there's many people who don't show favorable to the treatment. And so actually these numbers are skewed. Quality of life. What is What kind of quality of life is there post-chemo irradiation? We see sometimes for people there is no quality of life or not much. Cancer is contextual. If you get breast cancer, then ovarian cancer, then colon cancer, they see it as different cancers. However, the cancer is a systemic disorder, and many times they're linked together. I know that from my family. In 2018, 1.7 million new cancer cases were diagnosed, and excess of 610,000 people died from cancer. What about pharmaceuticals? The CDC in 2009 said 455,000 prescriptions were written per hour. 2016, that number's 508,000 scripts are written per hour. 12% 12% increase. 76.2% of doctor visits involve drug therapy. 79% of ER visits involve drug therapy. From the Rochester Epidemiology Project, Mayo Clinic 2013, they said 70% of Americans are at least on one script. 55% of Americans are on two or more scripts. 25% of women 50 years or older take antidepressants. What about alcohol? Third leading cause of death in America, according to the NIAAH, NIH Gov. of the people 18 years and older reported engaging in binge drinking at least once a month, 2015. Teen alcohol use kills 4,700 kids per year, more than all the illegal drug use combined. One person dies every 48 minutes from drunk drivers. Brain disease, dementia, and Alzheimer's is the sixth leading cause of death in America and suggested that 45 of 100 people will die from this in 2050. What about obesity? The CDC Gov, August 13, 2018, the NCHS, 35.7% of ages 20 to 39 are obese, 42.8% of age 40 to 59, and 41% age 60 plus are obese. 18.5% of children are obese, average ages 2 to 19. 41% of Americans age 65 plus had at least one disability. 51% of those were people that were 18 to 64 years of age. There's over 1 billion people that are overweight, and 300 million are clinically obese. The CDC facts have been skewed, also giving to us a misconception of obesity. Giving a female today the idea that her weight is normal when she could be as much as 30 pounds overweight compared to the 18-1900s. 
obesity in the 1800s to early 1900s almost didn't exist. Took a huge upturn with the introduction of TV and fast food. Welcome to the 1930s to 60s. Obesity stats in the 1950s were close to 10%. They were so low in the 1900s, they were insignificant. They were hardly measurable. By the 50s, standards were close to 60% today. By the 1950s standards, we are close to 60% today because of a sliding BMI scale. So let's kind of get a timeline and talk about how we got here. In the early 1900s, the top four diseases were pneumonia, influenza, tuberculosis, and enteritis with diarrhea, and children under five years old accounted for 40% of all the deaths from these infectious diseases, according to CDC in 1999. The traditional medical model of infectious disease worked fairly well for these conditions, and it still does today. The medical community to this day has little to nothing in the way of disease prevention, because prevention needs to start before symptoms. Finding a mass on a mammogram is death prevention, not health care prevention, because once it's visible to a mammogram, some form of the disease is already present. The timeline for chronic disease has shown little effort and understanding until we reach the early 2000s. Touching stats, once again with cancer. Cancer statistics were 1 in 1.2 million people died in 1900 from cancer. 1 in 1.2 million people died in 1900 from cancer. Today, that number is 1 in 464 people died in 2018. So we have a 2,600% increase in cancer in the last 100 years. And that's relative to the population at the time. Thus enters chronic disease. The chronic inflammatory diseases, the big five, make up 80% plus of all of our primary diseases. Cardiovascular disease, neuro disease, autoimmune, arthritis, cancer. What about chronic disease? There's four characteristics of chronic disease. Chronic illnesses do not heal by themselves. They're not self-limiting. Chronic illnesses grow worse with time without core change. Chronic disease doesn't have one cause. It's multifactorial. On average, we find that it has five. You have a problem that could be based saying you have a gallbladder problem, colon problem, thyroid problem, maybe digestive issues, maybe circulation issues. We have found in practice that average is five. Some docs say as high as seven or eight. Chronic disease have complex, diverse symptoms. Their profiles, their different complaints and varying indications of illness amongst people with the same cause. Diverse cause, we find that sometimes 10 people with stomach problems don't all have the same problem. So the causes can come from different places. It does not have to happen. This does not have to happen with chronic disease. We need to get off script, identify and alleviate the cause before it becomes a disease. I know it's true. I've lived it, treated thousands, challenged with the same thing. Our medical system did not make a shift from a survival focus, that infectious model of disease, to a system focused on function and quality of life. As it stands today, the current script is not working. There is something better, and that something is unscripted health. Welcome to the Unscripted Health Podcast. So what's the point of the podcast, and why did I want to get the information out there? With over 40 years, actually, in healthcare, I thought that healthcare would be progressive when I started. It would get the latest info out there, give people the best opportunity to be healthy, happy. And then I realized that there was a script that healthcare society and business was running off of. One of decades. The mindset and the lack of awareness created by the old script has made the information 
seem unattainable to most people on how they can address these health problems and systems. Our health system wasn't people-focused anymore. It was economically focused, resulting in the most limited care for the highest price, and literally the end to being healthy in our current system. This has been evident in a crisis healthcare system, put it off now, pay later, versus a preventive healthcare system, which is pay some now and prevent paying later. Life is an infinite game. The goal to be a functioning player in life's game is to play as long as you can. Quality of life is more important than just being present. We want to be a player actively playing and living the game versus a dysfunctional player sitting on the sidelines watching the game. Remember, players in the game are making the decisions that influence the outcomes for everyone, even the ones on the sidelines. The course of lives of those on the sidelines is out of their control. The active players in life's game are steering the outcomes. Worst scenario is being in the bleachers watching others live their lives as you peer through at a distance of a mere existence, which we see in many elderly today. The script has been created by you, by everyone, either by personal intent or allowing someone else to create it for you. The script continues and perpetuates the same outcomes hourly, daily, year by year. If you would like better outcomes, benefits, lower stressors, it can be created, but only by getting off script and rewriting your future, your destiny, a life of happiness. So who am I? I'm a functional medicine physician, nutritionist, enzyme therapist, performance coach, chiropractor, trainer, author, educator, and father. I come from a multi-generations of healthcare providers, traditional, alternative, and functional. I started in clinics in 1978, started practicing functional medicine in 1989 under the instruction of the founder of functional medicine, Dr. Jeffrey Bland. I've been an educator in the U.S., Canada, and U.K. with clinical nutrition, practicing in chronic disease, chronic inflammation, brain function, women's health, and learning disabilities with thousands of children. I was one of the first health coaches in the U.S. and set up cancer support and chronic disease nutritional protocols in the 1990s. I believe children shouldn't be sick. I believe the most healthcare problems today have little to do with age and everything to do with the body miles, combination of stressors, exceeding the individual's tolerance over time. I know through experience that people can write their own health script, that optimal health is attainable, but only through rewriting your script will you achieve the life of your dreams. First, we need to know where we are starting and understand the script as it exists today, as well as what is possible when living off script to generate a more healthy lifestyle. Understand what our possibilities are and how to create the foundation. We need to know how to develop the framework, the protocols, and processes necessary to create the lifestyle of your dreams. We want to know how to develop the sensory acuity to notice which options provide the best outcomes and understanding why they are the best options. Lifestyle is health. Health is lifestyle. They are the same thing. Your health is built out of your lifestyle and your lifestyle is possible because of your health. The only way our body can create optimal function is on the basis of trust. It needs to be able to trust that we are going to intentionally engage in actions and behaviors that are in our best interest. The body will unconsciously distrust us with a lack of unconscious rapport, which is why we don't change habits or patterns easily, because we have established a poor track record in the past. Now that you have an idea on where we're starting from, and the possibilities of where we could go, in future episodes, we're going to talk about how we can get there and accomplish the highest possible functional health. The Unscripted Health Podcast is a series focused on building 
and writing your personalized health life script, knowing where you're starting from, understanding where you are, and the script that has kept you there, what is possible, and building the foundation. The first thing we're going to start with is what is healthy. We need to have a clear, concise understanding of what health is. What is healthy? Is the person on 19 meds and can barely walk into the to Walmart or the person who runs into Walmart with a hop and skip and lightness in their step, are they both healthy? We want to have a great starting point here. We want to know exactly what is health. We need to know that to build the foundation. What is healthy? Then we're going to go into high-function health. What is high-function health? What is normal? I always tell people if something strange or imbalanced happens often enough, it will soon be considered normal. Even if it's painful in the beginning, we will assume it's normal. Most Americans do not have a normal script. They haven't seen a truthful one for multiple generations. It's not normal to have cancer, arthritis, diabetes, mental degeneration, disease, cardiovascular disease, autoimmune diseases, etc. They almost didn't exist 100 plus years ago. It was not normal. Ten times the amount of sugar that the body demands, fried food, soda, processed foods, fast food, junk food... Couch potatoes and sedentary lifestyles virtually did not exist 200 plus years ago. It was not normal. We do want to have a clear understanding of how the body functions and what is normal for it. Then we're going to talk about the genetic thing. The genes today are totally misunderstood for people. We're still thinking that genes cause disease. We're still thinking that genetics predispose us or cause families to all have the same diseases. And that's not really how they work. We want a clear understanding of what genes and epigenetics actually do and how they interact with the brain because they're indissoluble. The relationship between brain and epigenetics is just like a laminated two pieces of paper. You can't separate them. Epigenetic processes which regulate gene expression in response to stimulus, they affect the DNA, they affect the brain, they affect how the body works. Everything is there. They crosstalk. We want, we're going to talk about crosstalk with genes. In short, everything... In our body, our genetics and our cells, they talk to each other constantly inside our body and outside our body. What about our environments, external environment? What we put the genes in affects them. What about internal environment? Our 13 primary systems must maintain acceptable levels of balance to express any form of optimal expression or health. And we're also going to go into the concept of built for change. The body is and always has been focused on adapting, learning, and changing, evolving through time. It was made to change. Once we lay a good foundation, we will explore about how to achieve an unscripted lifestyle. Then we're going to explore little people learners, why we should learn like children do. They have so much to teach us. We also want to consider the next topic of mindful three, the foundation to all change. We're also going to look into how we make changes. It's always from the inside out. Everything we do in life is from the inside out. We change from the inside out. We're going to go over and explore the idea of of play, the state of play, and how that relates to being in the zone. Then we're going to talk about the mitochondria, the energy producers that hold the wisdom of the ages, the things that we can't live without, and they interplay and affect everything we do. We're also going to go into toxicity. It's everywhere. Things we wouldn't think about, electricity, food, water, outside, inside, people, thoughts. What does toxicity do do to us and how it affects us? We're going to go into the topic of unscripted time. We want time to be ours. Our time is not our own. We have allowed others to dictate how we should use our time. 
and in what forms and methods. What about your tribe? We're going to discuss your tribe, how your social life impacts your health. We're also going to dip into what is detox. Detoxification is many times misunderstood. People come to me and say, well, I'm going to go do a detox. When the reality is the body must efficiently detoxify 24-7 every day. So how can we enhance that, change that, or make it better for us? Then we're going to discuss how common beliefs behind foods, medications, nutrition, exercise, forms of recovery and environments affect our health for the good or bad. Then we're also going to consider things like movement, EI competition, unscripted dieting, the two fears and how they're different, the walking dead in reality, physiological recycling, electricity and how it can hurt us or help us, and then we'll discuss your true north, how you're finding your purpose affects your health. And we'll also go into the one that a lot of people are interested in, which is cancer. What really is it? How does it work? And how can we beat it? Thank you to listening to the very first episode of the Unscripted Health Podcast with Dr. Robert Messer. Feel free to check out Dr. Robert Messer's social media accounts on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and feel free to leave a rating and review on whatever platform you are hearing this podcast. And next episode, Dr. Messer will be discussing what is healthy. So have a great day, and we will see you in the next episode.